Hello there, and welcome to the Kirk Minahan wrap-up show for February 1st, 2021. Today's show was the Boston Globe is dog shit in, in uh, regards to that stupid article that I think Kirk said was like seven pages long or seven whatever long, just about how someone's dog shit in someone's yard and that person happened to be black so they're racist and and blah 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 it was this this whole stupid thing which just makes no no sense so today i am joined by the kirk minahan show reporter and you know kind of the he's on kirk and off he calls in sometimes to try to get a comment from kirk and that is andrew augustus thank you for joining me thanks and for I'm having also me. joined by big cameo star i mean i'm not surprised you're are those are those gucci sunglasses you're wearing now the, <laughs> i just uh, got these Giorgio armani's with the, uh, tell you, yeah, the cash is flowing like wine yeah, i yeah. see the new studio it kind of looks like it used to be a closet but that what is that a two three million dollar studio you got you got this, set up this there? is this is in the penthouse at the prudential so i'm doing well yes uh, Kevin from Bristol, thank you so much for joining me. Anytime. So today's show, so today today there was a whole lot of, it reminded me of kind of like one of the <clears> earlier, <throat> when I say early, I mean like the first month of the Kirk Minahan show. There was Curtitone talk, Boston Globe talk, and, and you know, things were still kicking around with Barstool. So uh, I don't know if you guys have a subject you want to touch on first, but I know I want to just kind of get the the Boston Globe story just let's just let's just kick, yeah, kick, that, kick that out of the yeah. way because 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 i don't know it, it was hilarious to to listen to kirk just rip apart this article which i'm almost upset that he does that because it gives the boston globe publicity but i understand like i know i know what he's doing is you know ripping apart and making but i'm like ah fuck even if they get two more clicks out of this or two more people buy a newspaper to see how stupid it is um, it, it upsets me. But... I'll, I'll, I'll say this, Justin, if I can. Yes. Um, I, you're right. Today's show was definitely a throwback, mm -hmm. and it, and it, it just it just I get happy when stuff like that happens. And I'll say this: I know Kirk when he was in L.A. Uh, trying to be a comedy writer. Uh, he didn't succeed, whether it was screenplays or books. But this Kirk today, this mature, um, refined Kirk. I believe I believe would kill it if he's writing something now. I think the masses would would beg for it. I mean, I, I was when I was in Los Angeles. I like my like our cuddly Australian koala friend Menners. I did mm -hmm. improv, and I was I was pretty damn good at improv. Kirk would have been a fucking legend. His mind is so fast. When uh, he, when, when he, he Kirk, Kirk is a fucking legend. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, in, in that field, you're right. You're right. In this field, Kirk, there's nothing. In my mind, there's nothing higher than Kirk Minahan. But when, when Kirk delved into the time when he took Meter out to lunch mm -hmm. and they stopped to shit on lawns, uh, you know, like that whole bit that he came up with uh, up on the fucking fly, that would have been a, a greatest hit on SNL. And Kirk did it and moved on. It was a blip on his radar. That's yep. fucking genius. And it's just, yeah. as, I was going to say, as someone who has, one, been on the side of a hit piece, and two, it does has done the reporting side, where is you as the reporter where you have to have some common sense? I mean, you're working for the globe, so your common sense is out the window, but you have to have that point of like, I'm literally writing about dog shit. Like this is the whole crux of the article. Where has my journalistic career got me to that point? And, and just like what Kirk said, I agree with him completely. I feel horrible for me to right now because he's Kirk's hundred percent, right? Throwing yeah, in no the job title is all about to have the woke, the get woke crowd yeah. go after his position. And, 
I don't know what the environment at BC is like. I I hope that they have the backbone He's for beloved it. Beloved there. He's beloved. It's Listen, if, if you attach any story to racism, you're going to sell papers. They know yeah. that. But but my fuck, I've met uh, Meter one time, and let me tell you, everyone says how nice he is, and when you meet him, you're like, come on, he's a prince, just sweetheart of a guy, too nice for this industry. But yeah, Kirk's right. Uh, yeah, he's, so he's, he's honest, fantastic. To be honest, I don't even know who Meter is. Uh, I have no clue. Uh, so so when they were talking about, Kirk, I'm John Meter Perel, and that's the Flash. Remember that? Oh guy? yeah, the Flash guy. No, I, yeah. I have I had no idea, but but it just it just amazes me that. At the core, the story is about dog shit, but they somehow turned it into how yep. this man is a racist and how he, how he, his daughter or something, you know. Yeah, it was like his son was dog was walking the dog and it pooped in his yard. It's, it's one of these things that I've been I've been saying this even since I got my thing happened. It's everyone is so quick now. If you disagree with someone's point of view or anything, it's like you know what you're racist, and it has devalued the word so much that I think if you accuse someone of being a racist. It should, like, it, that should be a serious thing. And now it's just like, yep, whatever. It's, oh, you're just it's, being ridiculous. It's, it's lazy journalism and it, and it's, and it's everywhere. I uh, mean, you know, it was it, Meter's son didn't pick up a turd that his dog left. Guess what? Most people's kids are going to walk away and pretend they picked up the turd. It happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. I'm the I guy mean, yelling out the window, pick up the dog shit. I know you're 12 years old, but you can do it. Yeah, I, I can just, I, I can just imagine like the family getting around today and like eating dinner and they're like, so yeah, shit in the uh, neighbor's yard. It's like which one? It's like you know the right one. <laughs> like, like don't worry, don't worry, Dad. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so I don't know. It was just I. I just think from a journalistic standpoint, this is just the biggest. I know Kirk always says it's the craziest thing written in the Boston Globe because it always all these stories he goes over just seem to like one up each other every single time. But this man spent months on this event investigation on literal dog shit something that you know what even if let's say i mean let's say my neighbor's dog is shitting in my front yard the worst thing that can happen is i go out and i pick up the dog shit and i throw it in the trash like it it sucks it, it sucks but like throw it in the like? trash it's nice of you throw it back in their yard listen listen Meter, Meter would be fucking Caesar Milan if he could train his dog in which yard. To, when a dog wants to shit, he drops his legs, he squats down, and he drops a turd. He, Me, Meter's not fucking making his dog shit on someone's lawn. That'd be a, if he could do that, he's a dog whisperer. That's a genius. Meter's not a genius in that sense. The whole thing is just, uh, it's just, it's just insane. And I, he didn't reach out to anyone on uh, Meter's side for comment. Uh, it sounds like yeah, they had to reach out to meter. And if you're a meter, you get no, there's no benefit of meter doing that article because what's he going to say? Yeah, my dog shit. And, and I and I walked away. No, meter, I mean, meter declined to comment. He, he, yeah, he was, it's like, but, but what's he going to say in that situation though? There's like, I don't, there's nothing for him to say, but there's no one else that they want to go and and talk to you about I'm, it. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure meter is um a thousand percent Jewish. I'm sure yeah the Jewish guy's the racist one. I mean let, let's let, no one's been been you know knocked down more than their lives than meter. If you ever saw the guy before he had these awful teeth and awful clothes and, and John and Jerry just took him and they shined him up and the sweetheart was always there but they made the outside match the inside. He became a very presentable man. But um racism is the last thing that you put with me John Meter Perel. He's a fucking sweetheart. I like at the point in today's show. I was thinking this too before Kirk said it. It's like, so they'll write about dog shit in the yard. 
while there are actual humans shitting on the <laughs> shitting on the front porches and steps of people yeah. in Meth Mile. But nope, yeah. they won't write about that. That's just a inconvenience that they're working on. <laughs> so it's, well, uh, that's, it's that, that's an unfixable struggle right now, Justin. Picking up a dog a piece of dog poop should be fixable, right? And it just goes to show. I think what's even the scarier aspect, Kevin, you've talked about it. It's, Meter is universally known as one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. I've never heard anyone trash him in one way, shape, or form, and yet the globe decides to drag him into this. It's like, how far are they going to go? Who's next? Who's next? The only person known as being nicer than Meter was Meter's father, who I never met but was told he was, you know, the 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 mayor of of Fenway. He was, I guess, he he would take people around and show them the the the, the stadium, and he was really yeah, well, great guy I, I too. Heard- yeah, so he worked at Fenway when who was under ownership? When who owned the team? Probably before John Henry. Yeah, and who was that? I don't know. That was Yankees. Oh, <laughs> exactly. oh, Justin, you clever son of a go. bitch. So yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just funny just to just to see what the Boston Globe has become. I know that there's been rumors that the Boston Globe, the Henrys, are trying to sell the Boston Globe. And and that's why this union is going on. I just find it hilarious. Imagine like showing interest in that newspaper and then picking up a newspaper, and it, it there's a story about the fucking a, a dog shitting on the ground in someone's yard, and you're like, oh, how much is this worth? Like two cents. You are this paying reporters to talk about dog shit. Like no, that- imagine imagine the scene where they go to the editor. Hey hey Bob, I, I I've got something here, and it's fucking gold. What is it? This guy, who's a local personality, he commands his dog to shit only on black people's lawns. He's a raging racist, and he's got his dog trained so well, he can shit wherever he points. Can you, like, the, the, how much, the editor should have been, this is ridiculous, we're not, we're not printing this, but the Boston Globe is such a sinking ship, they'll print anything. Especially the tied editor. to racism. And it's just sitting at his sitting at his desk. I don't know if the public can handle this story. This is too hot. Yeah. This is too hot. It's just and they call it news too. It's like this. This is not news. It, it's this is the when you hear the term fake news. This is legitimately fake news because it's accusations with no proof. Plain yeah, I wonder if there's a Razzie for journalism. You know, like for the for the movies, they have the Razzie Awards yeah, for the worst yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if they had that for journalism, I would be so happy to present it to the Boston Globe for actually um, doing a story that was and is shit. So foolish. Yeah, I mean, it, it's become literally like th- th- a couple of years ago. You would have thought like an Onion article would have been written about this. right like, dog right. shits in neighbor's right. yard. Is, yeah. oh, is dog racist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> something along, something mm. along the lines of that. Heck, let's but, go back in time. Let's go look at like the last 10 Boston Globes, and then you figure out, let's play the game. Is this an Onion article or a Globe article? Which yeah, one? Yeah, no. It's, 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 it's really it's really insane. But like Kirk said, the last the last one I want to make is, oh, it would have been great if Cal- Kevin Cullen wrote this. Oh, it would have been great. Because he uh, would have he would have thrown in stories. He's like, you know, I was at the bar, and some guy came up to me. It's like, hey, you hear about me or this dog? Yeah. Doesn't like doesn't like colored folks. I don't know something fucking stupid. I followed the dog for two weeks. Locked up. <laughs> only yeah. dog people's yards. Swear to God, so, guy. Another uh, another main point. Uh, you know, we we covered the Boston Globe, uh, a big Kirk Minahan show enemy. Now, one of the uh, I don't, I don't I don't want to call him the first enemy of the Kirk Minahan show era, but I know remember I think it was like the second episode is when this happened. So Joe Curtis' case today was pretty much laughed out of court. 
his lawyer was stumbling over his words. He was trying to make up, that, oh, well if, well, if you're hanging out with your friend and he doesn't end up being your friend and uses that conversation, the whole thing is just a joke. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw any of it today. Yeah, I, I watched all of it. Andrew, if you don't mind, I'll, I know you're the reporter. If I could jump on this quick, you can polish up my ends. Um, after the first five minutes of watching Minahan versus Curtitone, I'm saying to myself, they're going to throw this out. They're going to laugh this out. What you have here is um, an egotistical imbecile mm -hmm. who, who who's wasting the court's time because he was embarrassed by comedy. It's so fucking sad. Do you know? Do you know how? How after uh, uh, how many times Kirk's embarrassed me? If that was a crime, I could take Kirk to court every day. Justin, you you could put Kirk in the electric chair. Never, how many times never. he's embarrassed you? But if it was a crime, if it was a crime, you could have him dead to rights. This is so fucking ridiculous. It's so it's so laughable that that I can't believe they're not saying in court you're wasting our time and our money because you were embarrassed, you little fucking baby. Let it be known, uh, Kirk has never embarrassed me. I've only embarrassed myself. Just want to sharper, you motherfucker. Just want to throw that out there real quick. I yeah, it. I, I, it, it's just, it's it, it's insane. And the entire time they were playing that today, I think keep thinking to myself is, so the max amount that could be awarded to Curtitone, I believe is $1,000. They're yeah. going through all this shit for $1,000 to a woman's shelter, which Kirk has said he will... 10 times that amount of Curtitone comes on a show or does an interview with them or talks about it. And, uh, and Curtitone just keeps on pressing forward. And you know it's with public money. You know that 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 Curtitone, you know, he, he doesn't talk about it on Twitter anymore because he just got gets trolled constantly by Barstool people and, and uh, Minna fans. But, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's just insane that this is still going on in 2021 while in June of 2019 – you thought this case would have been thrown out in a second because it's just literally it, it. He said on the phone call, "Hey, is it cool if I record this?" So I mean, Andrew, I think I had this moment as I was listening to it. I was just even thinking to myself, I'm doing some work and I'm listening to it. I'm like, man, just to think, I, I lived in Somerville for three months in 2019. Just as this all went down, I was living in Somerville at the time, so I was already rip about that, but. You think about it. It's nine o'clock in the morning on a Monday morning, and you know there's a snowstorm coming up here that there needs to be these serious things done for the city of Somerville, and you know that there is a man sitting at his laptop in his mayor's office on the taxpayer's dime watching his lawyer make an absolute fool out of himself in front of the Massachusetts Supreme Court. If that, that in itself is a waste, like those at hour, half hour of the arguments is a waste of, ta of 30 minutes of taxpayer dollars where he should have been preparing for something else. I hope for his sake, from a PR standpoint, nothing bad happens in the city of Somerville because anything like that, you know, he was wasting 30 minutes and those 30 minutes could have been changed completely than paying attention to this. This the ju the justices tried to make Lenny Keston's case for him, and he's like, no, 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 it's not that, and like correcting him in the wrong way. It's like it was the most pathetic thing. I'm just watching, and I'm really curious that if the Supreme, if the uh, judicial court could actually release the viewership numbers, because I guarantee you that is the most views on their stream between that window 
out oh, of all yeah. the cases that were going on. I listened to the first two cases and I was like, <laughs> the first guy with the GPS monitoring bracelet. I thought that was hilarious. Like, yeah, bro, that's not going to stand up. You're done. And you get to this curtitone, and it's you just witnessed in that 30 minutes not only an embarrassment for the city of Somerville, you watched a political career of dream of governorship just go out the window. Because now if every single attack ad, even if you're running in a primary, that is your attack ad now against Joe Curtitone that he literally wasted the taxpayers dollars because he got butt hurt over a prank phone call. And, and think about what happened in that courtroom. Think about this. The first couple of cases were these schlep nobodies, uh, guy with, with a GPS bracelet, and, and you're dealing with people who are probably either lifelong criminals or who mm -hmm. are involved with bad areas, bad situations. Like and then you have the mayor come in with his personal agenda and he's seething because he wants vengeance so bad. And he, if he was a man, he just let it go. Yeah, Kirk, he got me. That was funny. You know, that would have been great. I'm like, wow, I respect the guy. But to watch somebody put himself with the likes of a GPS man, you know, because because your agenda and your ego was bruised and you want to get Kirk back and what change freedom of speech, change all the laws because you got embarrassed. Oh, it's never going to happen. It's oh, stupid. Wait, I'll tell you my biggest takeaway, my biggest takeaway from the trial. And I cannot believe Kirk didn't pick this up to me when I when I turned that on and, the, and when uh, Kirk's lawyer came on Aaron Ross, mm -hmm. he is a vocal dead ringer for Mike McNasky. I heard his voice and I had to run to my phone and look. I thought, if you listen to Aaron Ross speak, all, all you hear is, is Mutt's voice. I actually thought for a second that Mutt was in the courtroom. You have to listen back and play the two voices together. Identical. Fucking really, amazing. Really. Yeah. Well, well, on Andrew's point about the governorship, I'd like to agree, but in this state, yeah, I have no idea. I mean, people have won there's i mean elizabeth warren literally claimed she was a minority for like 10 years and then she still ended up becoming a senator so in this state i mean there's nothing you can do that i mean just look at marty walsh so i'd, I'd like to say it would disqualify him in any yep. primary or attack ad but i don't know he, he'll just have his goons go and beat up whoever's trying to attack him once he once he runs for, hey, for governorship justin yep you're fucking banging out valid points i'm trying so long Dude, you're just getting you're getting better. I'm trying. I, 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 I love your evolution. I'm trying. You know, I'm not working too much on the blind mic project as we I'm gonna call this a schmoozing for a Hall of Fame vote right now. That's all oh, you're doing. No, no. Oh, oh, we'll get we'll get to Kevin. I, I know. I know. I fucking know. Don't you worry. So uh, the next point I just want to touch on really quick. Wei sucks. It's gone over. It's been over. <sighs> We've gone over this a million times. It's so funny just to, it's just bad radio. It's just yeah. terrible, terrible radio. They're going to continue to plummet. They're going to do some huge mashup. They're going to say, oh, you know, we're reinventing ourselves. We're getting rid of Dale or Dale's going to go to the weekends and be like a, a, a Bruins reporter on, have one show on the weekends. And we're going to He's going to report on ghosts. Maybe Dale has yeah, a say, ghost hunting show. Athletic ghosts. Like, yeah, they're gonna yeah. bring in some wacky. Fitzy's Bridget, gonna get his own that, right? show where he. Bridget, Bridget's, Bridget's laughing her ass off over here. In oh, silence. she is. Bridget, oh, yeah, Bridget. yeah, Bridget's oh, dying. Oh, oh, I didn't write Bridget. Good one, right? Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it, it, it's just, it's eventually they're gonna bring in like they're gonna have Fitzy do his own show where he like you know goes around and he he asks people like, 
in other states, you know, like how do you pronounce this? You know, this. You mean all like the TikTok videos about getting people to pronounce Massachusetts cities and towns? Yes, yes. <laughs> Which actually was a segment on this uh, this weekend. All in the Minna family. All in the Minna family, which is which was I thought I thought was great this weekend. I, it was great. No, it it destroys no, the eye so much better. I had no inkling to cut that show short. Uh, I had a little bit. But you're growing. You're evolving. So yeah, I mean, W. I don't know what else to say. Wei sucks. It's so funny to see them just flush themselves down the drain. Yeah, it, it, it would be insulting to Kirk if Kirk was still there. He would, he would, he would have, he would have walked out the door with the shit they're producing. You're right. Oh, I, I mean, mean, I think in two years it's going to be a completely different station. It's going to be like, like Kirk, you know, said it would be a country station. I, I, I bet they just change it to whatever you know. What's that channel that just plays music just constantly with no DJs or something? Oh, one hundred three three. Yeah, I think I guarantee you they they either move it back to AM or make it ESPN Radio or something like that because the Sports Hub just dominates around here. If you're listening to sports talk, you're listening to the Sports Hub unless you're 80 years old and you want to hear about you know some guy who hasn't really played on the Red Sox the past five years is now retiring. (laughs) You know, but where are you going to go to get those Shaw's deals from Joe Castiglione? I mean, that's the best place (laughs) to find it out. It's, yeah. It sucked because I, when I was in high school, my summer job was landscaping. I mm-hmm. always had EEI on in my headphones. It was like, that's how one, that's how I discovered Kirk. And I was just listening all nonstop. And it's just from that peak of like how much it got me through my summers. Cause I remember listening and I'm like, my goal in life was to find out who the hell Kevin from Bristol was. Cause I was from Bristol. That was your goal in life. <laughs> it was, it was my goal in life. And then it has a small like, goal. Making dreams happen. But it's just so sad to see now that it's, it's, it's it's unlistenable. Like there's times like I'll I'm driving through the car and I hit the scan button and it pops on for two seconds. I'm like this sucks and it goes to the next one. It's it's a shame that the powerhouse could not. If, if all they had to do was have Kirk's back, and they would still be crushing the sports up. It's yeah, no but, but even even where Kirk was there, they were stopping him from getting off topic. They were telling him to take breaks. You know, all the all of Kirk's instincts were everything they didn't want. Kirk's yeah. instincts were fucking dynamite. And by the way, Andrew, yes, we met at Portside, a fucking fantastic bar and, and restaurant in Bristol. And uh, it was a nice little uh, encounter we had. Dreams we, made. We did <laughs> not fuck. We did not. Just, we did not fuck. And so so the, the only thing I want to say to that, Andrew, is I was kind of the same way in high school. I always had headphones in whenever I was working. I worked a, uh, you know, a food service job and, and I always had headphones in when we were like getting set up or something. I always listen to the sports hub. I never listen to EEI. And the sole reason I listened to this, started listening to the sports hub was because they were the official station of the Patriots. And I was, I was a Patriot and I didn't give a fuck about the Red Sox. And I just think what could have been, I believe at some point enter intercom either bought whatever like thing owned the sports hub the other way around. And they were sister stations for like, but they had to like, they had to sell it because. Yeah, it was like for like a a short time. So Entercom bought CBS radio, which had the rights to the sports hub. And they had, and Entercom had the choice to either keep, um, to keep EEI or the sports hub. And they chose to keep EEI, which when you have Kirk Minahan, it's a smarter move. But once you all have Kirk, you're done. They they had John and Jerry. They had Big O. I mean, they, they, they were big swinging dicks for a while. And like I said, when they went against what Kirk wanted to do with his instincts, that was the beginning of the end. And it's done nothing but plummet ever since then. So, so we know hashtag Kirk was right. Speaking of the beginning of the end. So, Kevin, so this I cameo know. business. 
Let, so, let me no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, so I, 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 I was, I was a joke. I mean, uh, I, I, I obviously have no problem. It sounds like Kirk is fine with you, you know, doing it. Uh, I just want to know yeah. like, how did it start? Did you okay. did people request these from you and you were just like, ah, fuck it. I'll make one. When people ask me to do anything, go, go on, go on a show, um, give, give someone a message. I just do it. I, I just, I, I love everyone in this world so much. I got like several things saying, you know, why aren't you on Cameo? I want to send a video of yours to a friend of mine. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. Somebody asked me to do one for, um, she's like, could you do a Cameo um, from, from my aunt who's dying? I thought it was a joke. Maybe it was a joke. And I was like, somebody actually wants me to do a Cameo for their aunt who's, who's, who has COVID and she might be dying. And I was like, oh my God. So I made a profile. Now, mind you, I had, I had two, I had two cameos, two requests. And I said, um, I'm not making one fucking cameo without checking with Kirk first. So the profile was made, but I wouldn't, I refused to make a video without checking with Kirk. And, and when I checked with Kirk, he said he didn't care and it was very short. It's fine. I don't care. You know? <laughs> so I went back and I checked again. I said, listen, nothing matters more to me than, than Kirk's opinion. Uh, I would never want to intentionally insult Kirk. I may, I may, may I may drop a few uh, Cleveland steamers as far as a bad phone call goes, or 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 a, or a song that that's fucking flat and sucks. And I always feel like I've let Kirk down. Mm-hmm. But when it came to this, I knew because I know I know how Stern feels. Uh, um, I'm not a Stern fan. My wife is, and I know that he hates it when they do cameos. So I said before I before I actually create a video and 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 send it to someone, if Kirk says, "Dude, please don't do that." Well, that's, that's fucking weak. I, I would delete it so fast. I wouldn't think twice about it. I'd have no regrets over it. Now, I'm a small business owner. Mm-hmm. And my business, like most small businesses, are, are fucking in the toilet. I've already donated to the Barstool Fund. And my plan was to put uh, my proceeds into the Barstool Fund. And maybe I, if I kept some money for myself, it would be to buy a Kirk Minahan sweatshirt or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. That was my plan for this cameo thing, was to make it. We'll make it evolve back into the Kirk Minahan world. Mm-hmm. Um, if Kirk said, uh, even on today's show, I know he he was like, you know, uh, you know, I wish I didn't tell him he could, or, or, or Mike, why'd you give him the code? You know, um, if he did seem serious, like I, I wish you wouldn't do that. I'd go and plug it right now, and I'd never think twice about it. Mm-hmm. My my allegiance, my loyalties to Kirk. Kirk, I mean, not only does Kirk entertain me. Kirk's show is medicine for my fucking soul. I, I, mm-hmm. I have, I have my life outside of this show isn't always great, but the Kirk Minahan show, fucking, you have no idea what it does for me as far as oh, peace I'm, of mind and comedy. It, 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 this show, um, ha, has has in a way saved me. And, and yes, and and and, I, and if, if you feel like I'm, I'm relevant to the people, and, and I love the people of this world. Uh-huh. If if somebody actually wants a cameo from me. You know, um, first of all, I charge so little. I wanted to make sure if anyone wanted it, they could just have it. Mm-hmm. And then that money would, like I said, go, go into the Barstool Fund. But the point is, if Kirk for a second said, listen, dude, um, he wouldn't call me dude. Listen, douchebag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, listen, I, 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 yeah, no, um, I, I, w- I would delete it in a heartbeat. There's, there's no one I respect more and no one I'm more thankful to than Kirk Seamus Minahan. And, okay. and, 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 you know. It, it today I, I was I was on the edge of pulling the plug on it from today's mm-hmm. show, and he got over. He was like, "Yeah, he's a guy. I really don't care." And he moved on. And I was like, "You know what? He really doesn't care because if he did, I, he'd say something to me. He has he's no qualms about telling me, you know, I'm being a twat." Uh, um, 
So so the cameo for now stays. If I get even the slightest hint that Kirk thinks it's a bad idea, it'll be gone so fast. Um, my balls will spin. And and I, I, I kind of wanted to defend you here too, because I know at one point in the show that he said like he read like some 50 or 60 tweet thread where people were saying, how come Kevin gets to make money off of this while other people didn't? And I think there's such a different, it's just such a different universe than if Kevin from Bristol, who cre- it's not like Kirk created Captain Hungwell. It, 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 am I wrong? And in, in say I know like I know like that's kind of how we got it started, but it wasn't a thing before you called in. And you were Captain Kirk, Hungwell, Kirk right? provided the yes the, the environment for Hungwell to I- I- exist. Yes, but yes, but yeah, but, it's my character. But but it, listen, but, without Kirk, it's, it doesn't exist, right? hundred percent. But but the difference is if you're taking the logo of something and then selling that for profit, that's a lot different than you know you setting up a cameo so you can make a couple bucks and and I don't I, I don't give a fuck what you what you no I I don't think Kirk gives a fuck what you use the money on either. But I just think it's so different than it'd be one thing if you were selling like the Kirk Minahan show on CDs to, to people rather than, you know, being like, Oh, I'm drunk, Greg Hill. This is my character. And yeah. you know, I'll, I'll say something funny for you. If you throw me two bucks or, or, or something like that. So uh, I just wanted to, you know, defend you a little bit. And yeah. I, that's why I asked you on. Cause I, 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 I saw, I, uh, I fast forward to the end of the podcast because I believe that's where I thought that was where they were going to talk about my text to Steve last night. Uh, but they hit on it earlier, so I, I kind of heard that early on. I was like, "Oh, let's see, let's see if Kevin's available to uh, to to come on." And I mean, I mean, you've contributed so much, so yeah. And that's the thing, Justin. I, I I would whatever Kirk, if, like I said, because how much he gives this community, all of us. Mm-hmm. If he asked me if he needed a song, if he needed a video, if he needed me to fucking jump through a plate glass window uh, covered in pudding, I'd fucking do whatever the guy asked because he just gives so much. So yeah, if someone wants to pay a few dollars to have me give them a video, um, I, I I don't think it's harmful. But but if if my rationale was wrong, trust me, there was nothing that I wouldn't do quicker than unplug that fucking account. I was thinking maybe I should make a cameo account and have it be the bathroom fund. <laughs> All the money I make goes to pimping out that bathroom. <laughs> In the studio, Kevin, this is what you started. It's just gonna be Justin, and then all of a sudden, you're gonna have everyone else is gonna want their own <laughs> cameos. <laughs> you know what it would be with Justin, right? Everyone would say, Hey, dude, we want you to uh do a Yoda video. Can you, puke, can you puke for us? This poor guy's gonna die puking up his, his insides for cameo money, but I would pay for that. Yeah, it would, it would so. just be like recite like episode five of Star Wars while doing it. Sure. <laughs> First of all, I'm an episode three guy. My, my tummy feels bad. My tummy feels like it's going to have the problems. <laughs> so, so, Andrew, I don't know if you had anything to, to touch on the camera. I mean, when I saw it, as soon as, as, as a casual minifan, as soon as I saw Kevin's post, I was like, all right, this is coming up. Mm-hmm. And it and it and initially I went back because I've been doing a re-listen from like during uh, the coronavirus started. I was, I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go all the way back, start the realist. And I'm at the point in November now. Kelleher is completely dead in this whole situation. And like, I started seeing the comparisons. I'm like, you can't put what happened with stickers with Kevin. Because the stickers come off as, like, if you're getting this, you think it's actually part of the show. And that's why I could see their frustration back in November of 19. But with Kevin, it's 
you can still say like it's e easier to disassociate Kevin from the show in that aspect, even though you you, you poke well, fun at yourself from it. You might know me from the Kirk Minahan show, which and, and I, I've great. actually been in movies. I've actually you know, but no one knows. Oh my God, that's the guy that was in Celtic Pride. I got I got a cameo with that guy. Everyone knows me from the Kirk Minahan show. But I yeah. will say this, and, and Andrew, you're on the right path. When I see guys like you know, Quantum Week having a Patreon, everyone who's signing up for that are are, are from the Kirk Minahan show. I don't know. About that. Did you listen to that episode with Kirk on? Just in case you didn't know who he was. You're right. You're right. You're right. Even even blind Mike. But I mean, like I said, I think all power to those guys. If somebody signs up for that Patreon and they fucking love it, that's a good thing. That's yeah. a good thing for everyone. You know what? There's no harm in that. Now, as far as Rich Kelleher goes, I'll say this: in the several encounters I've had with him, yes, I've never had perfect. a bad encounter with the guy. I've never I've never had a bad encounter. Um, this he attacked me right now. And, and and I can accept that. Can we be He's honest? A cheated lover. The main difference between Kevin from what happened with Kevin from Bristol and, and Patreon and uh, the RK situation is that he was just a dick about it. I mean, he he was he was acting like he was a part of the show. He was better than. I mean, if he if he didn't act like a dick, he wouldn't have gotten the uh, excommunication he did from the world. Yeah. And you know what's you know what's funny? The majority of people that are probably listening to this have no idea who we're talking about. So it, we are going to that's how long ago it was one. And two, see, so, for me, as I wish they had I wish that they had taken phone calls today because what I actually had a question like written up was gonna be about Kirk's reaction to this. Because my when I first saw that this happened, I walked with the uh, Kirk and off guys and I was like, We got news, Kevin on cameo that's making it in. I was gonna reach out to Kevin, and then he's on here is one. But my question for Kirk would be who's he more disappointed in at this point? Would it be Kevin? for the way that Kirk made it off was like, like you said, you made the profile first and you asked and before you recorded the videos or after learning about like having time to think about it, is he more disappointed than blind Mike for basically being Kevin's pimp, getting 5% of cameos profits now. So in, in an odd way, you're working for blind Mike, Kev. <laughs> yeah. And I, 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 and I have no problem with that either. I, I, I know a lot of people are hating on blind Mike. Um, I, I can't help it. I, I love the guy. I, I think he, he brings an air to the show that, that is needed, I think. But Kirk nailed it. Well, he has him on um, once a week now, and Carabas mm -hmm. and him and Steve. I love the way it's all going. I think um, all Kirk does is make good decisions, and the show gets better and better. With that, Justin, I apologize for rambling. No, no. That, that's actually a great lead into my second to last. Before we get to we're just going to do quick trivia predictions at the end here. But – with the uh, with the love, Bl I love Blind Mike. No one's a bigger gearhead than me. I've literally driven you know eight hours in a fucking blizzard to get him to a destination before. It, it's he, he's great. I've gone across the country. No one's a bigger gearhead than me. But are the Minute fans kind of starting to? I don't know if you you remember back where you know right after Sako, right before Sako, the Minute fans all oh, Blind Mike sucks. Blah blah blah. He's terrible. He's terrible. And then when they came back, he kind of had a period there where everyone was like, oh, Blind Mike's great in the show. The best shows are the Blind Mike shows. And then you hear this audio of um, Sheldon, Sheldon, Sheldon. The rundown where he's, where he's talking all this shit about him. Do you think that was more of a just Sheldon trying to play a character, trying to, you know, ramp up his kind of get people excited, I guess, for his co-host appearance? Or would you say that was more like, okay, you know, kind of the trial period of Blind Mike coming back is over. January's done. Uh, now people are going to start hitting them with criticisms again and again. Well, I, I think personally, people would say to themselves, you know, I don't want Blind Mike giving me advice about money. I don't need Blind Mike giving me advice about stocks. 
And, and, and I would say, well, then just don't watch it. He's not doing it on the Kirk Minahan show, you know, but I think Sheldon, um, Sheldon gets, gets um, put down a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and for once, you know, I think he had his, his inner passion come out and maybe to me it was misguided, but um, you know, I think the guy has a lot going on inside and it came out, you know, in the form of, of fucking knocking down blind Mike for giving, giving him advice on money that he doesn't need. But, um, but no, I, I think that blind Mike uh, is, is finding his own footing and some people might be a little put off that it's not just Kirk Minahan content. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, like you hit it on the head. It was that a, the majority of Sheldon's complaints were from non Kirk Minahan related show stuff. And so it's again, like what you say, if you don't like what Kirk has to say, change the channel, change the podcast. You don't have to listen to it. So if you don't like that aspects of Mike, that's fine. Cause on the, on the Kirk Minahan show, he doesn't really talk that much about stocks. This and that. He doesn't really go into most of the stuff you listen on the blind Mike project, but and when he does, it's self-deprecating when he does, yeah. it, you know, and but but listen, don't you think people are also tearing apart the uh, the shows with just Steve? And I'll say this: Steve was mm-hmm. never brought in to be a voice on the show. He was the producer. He's a fucking kick ass producer. He's fucking gold. He's fucking excellent. And anything you get from Steve that's not just producing is bonus material. You know, Excuse he holds me. the show down. Um, and, and maybe you don't like him as a character on the show, but that's what Kirk asks of him right now, and the fucking guy does it. And he does a lot more than that. And he never complains. Or if he does complain, at least we can make fun of him for it. So um I, I like I said, I'm really happy with the with the trilogy of, of what we have right now. The 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 Kirk and Mike, the Kirk and Carabas, who's fucking getting better and better. I fucking love crabs. Um and then and then Kirk and Steve, like I said, they they um I, I have no problem with that show either. But but it's it's asking Steve to do things he wasn't hired to do, and he fucking makes it work. So I will I'm say I, I find it completely hilarious that the rundown people are in steve's head <laughs> like oh, i think you're right yes at one point today and, and i think i think it's funny to have a to have a producer with some of the fans you know are not too big of fans and obviously I, I don't i don't think steve's affected by it but it's just funny like that he brings it up during you know i'd rather listen to this than, than the rundown it's like okay steve, for me get it. You, you don't like ziggy and Ray. I was just going to say, like, the best part about it is like, this this three dynamic is you basically get three completely different shows mm-hmm. each week just by the way the dynamic is. And I think the, the biggest change I've noticed since these three-day awake week schedules and the one week with well, a one day of Blind Mike is this is the most confident I've ever heard Mike on air oh, at yeah. any point is in there now because he's just like, I'm doing this in, out. It's it's one of those things that I think, like, even in the newscast week we bring up, like, he's got his confidence. I mean, the intelligence uh, points can still – catch up behind him but at least he's he's starting to talk with confident now and it's you don't have that shy timidness that was like the easy steamroller he still gets he still becomes the punching bag once in a while but now he's taking it and giving a counter once in a while and it's been working great so in my I, opinion so <laughs> Sorry, this kind of leads us into our final subject i just want to touch on real quick before we give our predictions i just want to hit on the trivia tonight they're taking on frank and the frankettes uh, Frank the Tank, KB, and Nick uh, and Nick uh, from Barstool. They are a good group. They were ranked two overall. I watched every single episode yesterday, and I believe they won like seven in a row against uh, uh, PFT and Brandon Walker. So, so they're not to be. I mean, they're not to be undersold. I do think. Uh, what did Carabas give on Friday? He, he gave like a seven, minus seven or something like that. I don't see them. I don't see them winning by seven. I, I would say. I would say the team – here, here let, we'll start with predictions. I, I want to go last. Kevin from Bristol, do you want to start with uh, your predictions for tonight's trivia? The only way 
that Kirk loses is if it is set up where the questions are not somewhat in his wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. If anything's even close to his wheelhouse, I think they win, but it's going to be a lot closer. There'll be a lot more heat on their assholes this game. I think these guys are for real. I have watched some of the episodes too. And um, yeah, this is, this is a legit team they're facing. Um, if Carabas and Steve can bring anything to the table, they win by two or three. It's for like me, it. for me, it's going to come down to that lightning round in the middle when you go back and forth. Because mm -hmm. that's the point where I think they can get control. Because that was their weakness in one of their last games, the Frank and the Frankettes. Uh, mm -hmm. I did reach out to Frank again about the cheating allegations. He still does not want to talk about it. So knowing knowing Kirk and knowing like, they'll be watching like a hawk. And if they see anything somewhat suspicious, I have a feeling they'll call him out right off the bat from it. But I, I, I do see the one thing in their match that they were playing last time when they were actually down going into the final round there was about two opportunities that the other team could have put the their throat on Frank's team and they didn't and they had an easy opportunity and they just bungled it and thankfully for the KMS team you got Kirk steering the ship the biggest issue is going to be is is Jared and Steve is Jared going to correct Steve twice again that's mm -hmm. like Steve knew two questions and Jared <laughs> Both both them out twice. So this is is I, are they, are they going to give Steve a little more trust? And I think if they do, it's going to be I, I'm going to say I'm not going to go to Jared seven like you told me, but I'm going to say five point one, five point one again. Five it's going to be it's going to be close at first, but if they take your advice, Justin, of blocking Frank early and getting him playing dead, and I think it's going to be a five point win. So I want, like I said, I watched all of the Frank and the Frankettes episodes of, uh, I did, you know, did some research, sat down, you know, put my glasses on and, and did some research. And I was watching Frank because I was like, is he cheating? He actually did an entire episode where he was back here and he showed his hands. He still beat PFT and Brandon. And Brandon likes to throw out people. He like, it's, it's a whole thing. If you've seen a bunch of these, he likes to storm off. He likes to leave the, you know, leave hey, Brandon. His, uh, <laughs> that's a load of bullshit. I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah. All, <laughs> yeah. all this, all this other, uh, all this. So he says everyone cheats. So, so I, I, I expect a clean fair game. Um, so my prediction is the Kirk Minahan show will win by two points. It will come down to the final round and they will actually, so I hope that they use their mute to their to their advantage, and so like it comes down to that mute. I think they should mute uh, Frank on a sports question, so that not only they don't get that, so the other team doesn't get the point, but then they can then steal that point. Because if they uh, mute KB on a geography question, these geography questions are fucking hard, and I, I don't know how much you know people uh, uh, Kirk knows his geography, but it's it's. They're fucking hard. They're like they're like name a country, like name the three countries that have less than a thousand, a hundred thousand people in them, or something crazy like that. And I have no idea. So, so and uh, my other prediction will be is that this is the team Kirk that you're seeing tonight will not be the same team Kirk you see in their third matchup. I have a feeling either Steve is going to step down or Carabas is going to step down because i think i think kirk is going to carry this team and i think kirk says we're gonna we're gonna try blind mike we're gonna we're gonna try to find it and uh and and i think that would be, uh, be very be uh be interesting so that's but then my prediction. Who, who, but so they're gonna replace either jared or steve with blind mike that's Correct. that just 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 to see just to see how he does if he it will like regardless of win or loss because i i think if they win they keep that the is, team together I, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think Kirk evaluates 
will evaluate the team differently if he wins or loses. If he wins and Steve does absolute dog shit, he's going to be like, we need to find a strength, a, a stronger person in trivia in this, or if Jared, how demoralizing would that be for Steve to get replaced on trivia by blind? Mike? I mean, I don't care that much because yeah. I think, I think oh, you that, that you might not care, but it's still, it's like, if you, it, if you're going to meet these two people off the street, blind Mike or Steve, who's going to be the smarter of the two? Oh, blind Mike for sure. The blind, a blind Russian robot, a Russian robot has no feelings. So, so, so we got by by two, we got by five, and we got by three. Yes. So we'll uh, we'll see. Thank you guys so much for joining me. This was kind Thanks of a longer wrap up show, but we had a bunch to cover today. So thank you so much. I will. Um, oh, I'd like to to say listen to Kirk and off. Uh, Andrew does a fantastic job, yes, and make sure to, to to give Hungwell a, a cameo at uh what is it cameo dot com slash. Do not promote me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of great Kirkman t-shirts. So. Donate to the Barstool Fund, please. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you all for joining me. I will talk to you perhaps on Tuesday. I might do an emergency wrap-up on the trivia show, maybe like 10, 15 minutes on uh, you know, kind of covering what, what went on in the in the trivia universe. Or and if I don't, I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. See ya.